0: alcohol beyond this point podcast this isn't two podcasters talking business this is two business guys trying to podcast
1: so that was uh four minutes and 54 seconds that we were recording uh before we actually started speaking because tyler broke my mic stand again
0: (laughs) yeah i don't even want to fucking fight with you on this (laughs) how you doing buddy willows breaks things just by the essence i do nothing I'm um, doing, doing pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Been, Do you think our mental been,
1: healths are inversely correlated?
0: Uh, <laughs> probably. I feel like I'm doing worse and worse, and you're doing better and better. I mean, I'm doing fine. Like I don't know. Busy. I've got like a pretty decent work-life balance. I'm making enough money to not stress, which is nice for a change. I don't wow. know. Life's fine.
1: Got those red bottoms on.
0: Life is good. I didn't need a glass of wine, but thank you.
1: You're welcome. Well, I'm not going to drink all this wine by myself, am I? I mean, you totally would. <sighs> hmm? And I got to get, get up early tomorrow and go to a whiskey launch. <laughs> early tomorrow being noon. Well, I got to be down there for noon. Yeah. So I got to wake up at like 10. Wow. Ugh. Wow. Ugh i keep telling people my office hours are 11 to 11 yeah and they're like what <laughs> i've been dumping calls at like nine even though i'm up yeah just out of principle <laughs> i'm like nope my office hours are 11 to 11 or i keep i keep like i know like bankers and government people don't work past like four yeah like i know that but every time they're like yeah can you get this done today i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll be home at like 10 p.m can we have a call then and they're always like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah. yeah." yeah. Just, yeah to, just to let them know.
0: Call me at 1030. I work harder than you.
1: I think I work adequately hard. Sometimes. Just not very smart. I always say work smart, not hard. And I also say do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> so, Yeah, just work. Yeah.
0: I think Willows is really sad because usually he has stories to tell me, but nothing. (laughs) It's just like vacant behind his fucking eyes. Uh, So yesterday was the uh, midterm elections, so.
1: We have midterms?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yep. And we vote again. It doesn't count for anything. But you just vote again for the fun of it Just to kind of see where things are at
1: So I saw the Republicans got more Than the Democrats and everything But then all the Democrats are being like This is good Maybe I just don't they understand just it They just
0: lost by a lot less than they thought they were going to <laughs> How is that good? <laughs> um, It's good because it's like it, I don't understand all the intricacies of like. Ev- obviously every state kind of has its own story but basically, the there was a lot of races individually that Republicans were favored to win, and a lot of like uh, heavily Trump endorsed candidates, uh, like a lot of them lost. Yeah, a lot of the really Trumpy candidates lost, and like even in like the same areas where a Trumpy candidate lost, or even if they won, one that wasn't Trumpy did way better. I just saw that, like... So that was something that I think people are really excited about, is he seems to be really losing his grip on the vote.
1: I just saw, like, Dr. Oz lost to a guy with CTE that can't string a sentence together.
0: No, the guy had a stroke.
1: Oh. Oh, now I feel like a dick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he had a stroke. Like, he's expected to make a full recovery within the year.
1: He has, like, a goatee, though. Or, like, a soul patch. It's, like, really weird.
0: He's not a good... They're both trash. Good. Um, America deserves it. Yeah, no, he's he's the, he's the guy that I was talking about that was like on his parent on an allowance from his parents till he was fifty. I wish that's the guy. I wish yeah, um, never held a real job. Like went to Harvard. Uh, first job out of Harvard was he was a mayor, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like because being a mayor doesn't pay well, his parents uh, basically subsidized his living. And then I guess now he's a, now he's a, a the, real politician.
1: Fair. Um yeah, I don't uh do you
0: think but he clobbered us like it wasn't even it wasn't close
1: yeah, so I saw a bunch of angry Republicans like Republican commentators, commenters yeah being like this wasn't the red way we were expecting for yeah exactly what you just said where a lot of trumpy candidates lost yeah and they're like, we need to run DeSantis in 2024.
0: yeah it's that's kind of the that's kind of the vibe I got. Because so,
1: DeSantis apparently flipped a bunch of um, Democrat strongholds in Florida. Yeah. yeah, he did really well. Yeah, and like people, he did. He people... did so
0: well that, like, at the beginning of it, people were like, "Oh, it's going to be a red wave. Like they're just going to clean sweep everybody." Like that's what it looked like last night.
1: But that coast always does.
0: Exactly, it always this...
1: comes in first because of the time zone, and then it's always red.
0: This is always DeSantis territory, too,
1: right? Yeah. So, do you think? I think we both know the answer, but. Trump is like, I have this announcement I want to do till after the midterms. Do you think he's gonna be like, I'm endorsing Ron DeSantis?
0: No. Yeah, I don't think I don't so think, either. I don't think his ego allows for it.
1: I don't think so either. But I would the fucking primar- curveball.
0: A primary between those two would be insane.
1: It's probably what's gonna happen, right?
0: That's that's gonna be a fucking showstopper. See, I was saying No wait, no. Is there is there
1: such a They need to pick a new leader, don't they? Isn't that how that works? You pick who to run, right?
0: Yeah, there would be yeah, primary, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fucking amazing—a primary between Trump and DeSantis, and where where like DeSantis actually kind of has more backing of the party, and Trump's like got to be the underdog again. Yeah, that'd be be fucking really
1: really entertaining. Like how,
0: like, is he gonna whip? Is is he gonna whip the violence up, or is that? is that coalition of like right-wing extremists going to just go to DeSantis? Because they're both, they're both Trumpy. They're both like, I'm there's Trump, so, and then there's DeSantis, who's like just the imp- implementer of Trumpism.
1: So I'm just talking out of my ass here. They, this probably won't happen, right? But Trump-DeSantis ticket. <laughs> like yeah. vp desantis president, <laughs> VP. president trump
0: because he's already served one term yeah
1: so may as well do another one and then
0: and then desantis can could be, VP, be could do two terms could be vp for one term and then two terms president after that just
1: like biden did yeah yeah
0: that'd be fucking dude crazy. right <laughs> <laughs> because I, don't, I don't know if desantis could swallow his pride like that but if that's they,
1: kind of what i'm thinking as well but I, pence is out of the picture right oh absolutely didn't trump try to have him hung Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah,
0: if if Pence ran again, like, who would he run with? Nobody likes him. I guess he could run in the primaries, but there's yeah, no, he's, there's no support. He's completely
1: fallen out of obscurity into obscurity, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. Or they both die and we have like a Pence, um, Kamala <laughs> <laughs> battle. This is as good as it gets. Um, but Biden did confirm yesterday that he is indeed running again.
0: Great fucking juice him up. And then I think... Put the stick um, in his ass, see how long he lasts.
1: Today's the 9th. Trump said the 14th he's having a press conference to, quote, uh, announce something big. Cool. So that's... People are like, yeah, that's his presidential bid. But I think it'd be really, really interesting if he's like, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I am endorsing my friend Ron DeSantis for president i mean that would be like the smart thing to do well and then fucking Desantis could just give him a position on the cap like you just make him chief of uh make, whatever
0: make trump face president
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think trump would take it no he but wouldn't. he could but he could make trump fucking attorney general or something right just fuck it you like in america no, he doesn't
0: do work that's a job no, that's that's true that's true that's a job because I mean. in
1: america you can just appoint anyone you want yeah canada that's not how you have to have like a cabinet of like of like ministers yeah. but they have to be like elect they have to be like mps i think yeah um but like jfk just fucking was like hey all my brothers <laughs> you're on you're fucking yeah, at the
0: highest trump with all of his family members as his cabinet
1: yeah literally so that'd be uh that'd be funny if desantis was like yeah I'm trump's the minister of energy now <laughs> like something like that. in charge of the news yeah exactly yeah fuck that, that. um I guess, like, yeah, like, Trump's business style doesn't really leave room for compromise. No. Right? The whole, like, art of the deal is, like, getting the upper hand. Yeah. Because I could see some business people in his position be like, okay, well, I might not win. Like, I can guarantee myself a vice president position or 50-50 get the presidency. Or no, probably 50-50 get to run and then 50-50 presidency which ends up being like what 25% if you're doing two 50s like yeah right so I don't know the odds are like do you think after this performance he still has a chance to win if you ran against Biden
0: I think he, against Biden yeah I still think he's probably he's probably favored to win but like believe it or not Trump's like popularity ratings are still lower than Biden's
1: but Biden's is, like, the lowest of, like, any president in yeah, in history. Trump,
0: Trump's still lower.
1: Well, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Because weren't Trump's, like, pretty relatively high for uh, maybe
0: the first... For a little bit. But he was really low as well. Yeah. He was really, like, yeah, just isn't that, widely dis, despised.
1: Isn't that crazy that you can have a leader that, like, 30% of the population voted for and then... of that 30% approve of yeah. (laughs) like it's just yeah like
0: approval ratings
1: it's like our mayor that just got elected got elected with 10% of eligible voters voting for him because we only had a 40% turnout or I think I think it was like a 30% turnout and then he won by like one third or whatever so like 10% of people uh, that could vote voted for the mayor and now does a term of being our mayor that's democracy, baby. I haven't heard anything about him since uh I've seen more Bowman tweets like our previous mayor yeah. than I have our new mayor tweets in the last. I'm sure he's busy. <laughs> I don't even know if he's acclaimed yet.
0: No, but there's like a the transition period. Like there's a lot of training and like getting you up to speed and Dude, they, I... I think at, uh, once like you win the election, they start giving you all the same kind of information dude and, and they printed whatever. them
1: business cards that said mayor elect i'm like just wait right like what a waste of who is he handing these business cards to i don't know that it needs to say mayor elect <laughs> you know what i mean like fuck off these are my tax dollars at work
0: yeah that's uh not free clout right there
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, well i guess free clout to him it's tax paying <laughs> tax funded clout that's my t-shirt of the week tax funded <laughs> clout
0: oh my god yes
1: you can buy the t-shirt of the week at alcohol this point yeah that
0: would be yeah that would describe that would describe a lot of motherfuckers that people listen to unfortunately i think one of the revelations of like using revolution we just got flag. Revelations. Revelations? Also, the end of the world? Also, revolutions. Uh, a lot of uh, American politicians use campaign funds for personal security because apparently that's okay. Um, that I may, can it see makes how, sense. I could see how they can justify that. But, like, nowhere near. Like, three. Like, like, you just want an election, you can still use it. Like, it's nowhere near an election, not election related. It's just day to day. You can use campaign funds for personal security
1: that's a good grift we should get into uh...
0: the military industrial complex
1: yeah I've been trying to for a while you know but I don't you, have enough money <laughs>
0: if you are a trained soldier and you've done tours and you've seen combat like if especially if you've actually like had kills uh, you you're guaranteed like 10 15 20 thousand dollars a month in private security what's that and
1: big that, private security company called um they Blackwater, like, Black Yeah, yeah. They have like mercenary bases and shit. Yeah. The... And there's like there was times in Afghanistan where like they didn't they the government couldn't go in because they couldn't get clearance. So they just hire mercenaries to do it.
0: Actually, um, with Afghan with respect to Afghanistan towards the end, I think it was it was around half, maybe been maybe it was over half of the military activity in Afghanistan was actually mercenaries private contractors because they would say, Oh, we only have 3000 troops in Afghanistan, but they would have 3000 troops and then 3000 mercenaries.
1: I love mercenary mercenaries. is an interesting, uh, like concept. I mean, it's a concept of as old as a war, right? You always look into like, you look at like Roman battles and Carthage and stuff. It's always like the force was 18,000, you know, cavalry was like 200,000 foot soldiers and then like 20,000 mercenaries. Like that's, You know,
0: but mercenaries, what they had instead of a standing army
1: who like Roman, like Rome Um, depends on the, uh, yeah, it's just, it's an interesting concept because like you get loyalty from soldiers because you brainwash them into loving the flag, Yeah, but you can't get loyalty unless you pay the highest from mercenaries. Right. So it's like if somebody else just comes in and pays them more. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's an interesting concept because you can never get loyalty.
0: Yeah, unless you're the U.S. and you just always have the most money.
1: Yeah, I guess you could always have the most money is definitely a, definitely. <laughs> definitely a life hack.
0: Yeah, but you, I guess you can always still get double-crossed by some guy trying to get paid twice. Yeah. Like, the, the whole scandal, I guess not really scandal, but uh, recent uh, information on how, like, Putin's one of... One of his inner circle guys, who's like his chef, actually owns the mercenary group that's like responsible for all the worst war crimes done by sponsored by the Russian state. So you
1: think this guy's actually a chef, or he's just like... No, he's like he's like, fr-
0: he's like he's like Putin's personal chef, and like makes his, he's good? whatever is like in his. Yeah, I guess he's probably the best, and apparently he's like <laughs> the main guy in charge of this mercenary company. What if he's just on
1: Hell's Kitchen one time?
0: That would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Gordon Ramsay insulting a guy like who, an oligarch. <laughs> an oligarch who's like also runs one of the deadliest group of war war crime committing assassins in the world. The uh what are they called the the Wagner group. Yeah, they're just like known as like oh you need some fucked up shit done. Yeah, just call the Wagner group. And yeah, it's like a chef owns it. Which, I mean, I guess when you're in Putin's inner circle, he's like, here's a company. Yeah. You're welcome.
1: How's that Russian war going? Uh,
0: no, I... Nowhere. <laughs> I haven't been following it at all. Um, Yeah, pretty much nowhere. I think basically Russia's been pounding the infrastructure, like water, electricity, whatever, to get through the winter. They're just making it a bad time. So if you're in Ukraine and
1: you still have internet, and
0: yeah, and you still have water, you still got power. Like it's there's a good chance you're not going to have it for the winter time, and they're just basically trying to starve out slash freeze out the Ukrainians. Shame. And I guess there's the interesting side of like it's never worked on Russia.
1: Yeah, don't find a land war in, in Russia, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's never worked on Russia, and it's also you know, this is Ukraine, which is basically hot take Russia. <laughs> so I was like, well, the, the Russian technique of starving slash freezing them out won't work, because they're equally hardy. So who knows? It's going to be fucking ugly for them, though. And the uh, the other terrible part is uh, there's uh, several fleets of ships that are no longer going to be shipping foods, food and goods and like grain and, and such from Ukraine, because there was an attack on uh ships in the black sea. So security now is like they, oh, they can't get insured. We
1: can't say that anymore. You have to say racially ambiguous sea. <laughs> oh. In the uh not white sea <laughs> Pe- peacock, what what is it no, sorry, what is it? The P P Sass, P P what is it where you call what you're like minorities, where they called now? BIPOC. BIPOC, that's what it, I hate That's basically peacock. <laughs> what did I say? Peacock? Um BIPOC, I like what what was wrong with people of color?
0: That black why did we, indigenous. No, no, I know,
1: but why do we need to add the rest? I feel like that's just like it's like white people it's just more inclusive, I guess. White people trying to be more inclusive, but it's like no 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 no. no. What if you call someone black but they're like we're not, not gonna not black we're not going to stop oppressing you, but we're going to give you a more inclusive name.
0: Yeah, so I hate. You just summed up like liberals, neoliberalism. Right? Yeah,
1: I hate liberals. I think I hate liberals more than I hate conservatives. I think I'm. I'm I keep going back and forth. Where like through the <laughs> pandemic, I hated conservatives more because they're just fucking whiny little babies. Where they're like, I. They're posting these long tweets about how like putting on a cloth mask, like within 45 seconds, I was gasping for breath and like, you know, now it's it's like like,
0: you're the motherfuckers that glorify war and you can't handle a little rag on your face.
1: Yeah. And I know they're being facetious to like make a point probably, or maybe some of them are actually that done. I just, I love the one that was like, oh, it's, we can't, how do, how do they force us to wear masks? It stinks inside the mask. And then all the comments are like, that's what your breast smells like. That's just (laughs) you, dude. Like, it smells like toothpaste inside of my mask. Yeah, I appreciate uh, the mask mandate. That was so funny. Because now you're the only one that smells you. was that was a good one. And they deleted the tweet. I forget. It was like a verified, like, Fox News person or something. And then, like, all the fucking people dunking on them on Twitter were like, "Uh, it smells like what your mouth smells like. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? And they deleted the tweet. Um, that's good yeah that is good but yeah so I hated uh, conservatives more during the pandemic but now that that's kind of like dialed back you don't see many of these freedom convoy people anymore like getting a platform yep. so now I'm like back to just fucking hating liberals where they're like they they paint a pride flag on a drone yep that's, like, that's
0: always what I visualize is yeah. like it they just cha- they just put a they put a pride flag on the AC-130 yeah, before they, they gunship the fuck out of you
1: yeah there's the Kamala Harris put pronouns in her bio
0: um that's the first that's the only thing i've heard of her doing in the yeah. last six
1: months <laughs> yeah and then someone was like my vice president has pronouns in your bio like praising it and then someone photoshopped like a drone bombing these people and they're like we're getting bombed by a her <laughs> she her and it's just like uh you're like yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah very much like i always
1: talk about how like the fucking left in quotations parties here in Canada do land acknowledgements that were on native land. They're like I just need to acknowledge that we're on, you know, ancient, uh, and on and, and Ojibwe land. And this is treaty one territory. And then they talk about how, yes, it was necessary to send the, uh, our RC- militarized RCMP to beat the shit out of water defenders on their land. Like it's just so disingenuous, right? The yeah. premier of fucking British Columbia is a, is a NDP, Guy and he's been like sending tanks, basically like these armed, armored, our police vehicles, to fucking beat the shit out of Wetsa Watson protesters. And then when CBC showed up with cameras, they fucking beat the shit out of the journalists and stole the cameras. Yeah, and arrested them. And then he gets up to do this this press conference. On his way to the stage, has the mask on, removes it at the podium. And then says, I would just like to acknowledge that we're on, you know, treaty one territory. And then explains how it was necessary to use violence against these people. Like, it's just, it's so disingenuous. So I at least... And
0: you put on the mask seconds before taking it off. Yeah,
1: that, that, yeah. So I I like, at least I appreciate a lot of these, especially these new age conservatives are like, yeah, I'm racist. Why wouldn't you be racist? Like, why wouldn't you be racist? White people are way better. It's like, okay, I at least see that you have like a stance instead of (laughs) like no i'm not racist anyway i'm gonna beat the shit out of these native people it's like well you're racist you're just not like yeah i don't know what's worse be honest with yourself
0: right banality of evil or enthusiastically evil i don't like i i don't know i still think i still think people that are actually like bigots in their heart are still worse than people that are ignorantly bigots because at least they're, you know, tr- they're trying. They have the right idea, but they just don't understand the implications. Yeah, like I, gu- I guess it is hard. Versus the people that want that and worse.
1: It is hard to blame people that are just being manipulated, right? That's how, yeah. like, I used to have, like, when I was younger, I used to have, like, a actual hatred for people in the military and cops. Yeah. To the point where I was, like, I didn't want to be associated with these people. Like, it was just, like, get the fuck away from me if I learned they were a. Uh, police officer right yeah and now it's like i've kind of come around to like oh uh, like if they're being manipulated and they actually think they're doing good which a lot of these people do
0: yeah there's a lot of victims absolutely in police so
1: it's so it's like almost like they're victims as well
0: they, right a lot of a, a lot of them are
1: yeah which is like sad but also
0: do the research before yeah, you do the career <laughs> i don't
1: yeah like I don't, I don't really have a ton of sympathy for them like yeah i don't hate them anymore but i don't really have like if someone dies overseas i'm not losing any fucking sleep what's to say that like
0: yeah that's fair yeah if you're fucking around in the desert in
1: afghanistan like that's never gone well do you see these, <laughs> for anybody like, oh, man as as recently as like three months before the u.s pulled out of afghanistan there was like they, they fucking... They had this, like, um, WikiLeaks leaked it. They had this fucking... I couldn't watch it, because, like, ugh. But they had this, like, body cam footage, I guess. I guess they have, like, helmet cams and shit. Yeah, they have body cams, yeah. And uh, they have these body cams of them literally going door-to-door, these American soldiers going door-to-door in Kandahar until they find a girl they like and then just raped her. Like, Fuck. as close as, like, 2021, like... Yeah. You know, and it's like, what are we doing? That. Like...
0: And spending... Like a million dollars a day to keep that squad on the road. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like it's It's just probably
0: a million dollars a day for a or Sorry for like a, a platoon. Yeah. Just to be out there fucking around.
1: And it's like, and it's not like this is new, right? Like look at the, what is it? Mao Lai massacre in Vietnam where they, they, they were, they went around to this village, raped women and like female children and then, as soon as they were done, just shot him in the back of the head, and then moved on to the next one. Yeah, and did that to like 400 innocent people. Yep, and none of them got prosecuted. Yep, because the U.S. Army ruled that it it's like, ah, eh, you know, shit happens during war. You ever listened to the? And jo- that's
0: fine. Ever listened to the Jocko podcast? Like Jocko Willink? No. So he, he like a boxer? No, no, he's a Navy SEAL. He's like one of oh, the, he one, was of on the one of these Logan, think, OG right? like Navy SEAL grifters. Like I'm, i was I right. was Navy SEAL, and now I'm rich. He was like on writing. He was on Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, been I, on there a couple of times. Okay, I saw him on there. Yeah, I think he's associated with on it.
1: Because all like we, Tyler and I consume almost exclusively Joe Rogan, Andrew Tate, uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, Adolf I Hitler. usually jerk off while listening to Andrew Tate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I'm kind of on the Tate train now.
0: <laughs> I hate you for it. Um, but no, no, I'm
1: not actually. Just <laughs> I need to say this before this gets clipped. I'm not actually on the Tate train. Uh, my algorithm on fucking TikTok is like. Every third video is showing me Andrew Tate now. Yeah. And I keep sending it to the group chat because I think it's funny. Hashtag Andrew Tate for president. Oh,
0: no, no. Trump for president. Andrew Tate is VP.
1: Actually, I saw an interview with Andrew Tate where someone asked him, why don't you run for president? And he said, they're going to, that's when I get fucking killed. Because he said, like, Mm. they try to shut you up. The establishment, whatever, tries to shut you up. And if that doesn't work, they kill you right and he's like right now I got to pick my bat like I'd be they're I'm gonna get a fucking assassinated if I try to run for president and the interviews were just like oh (laughs) like he's like thought about it yeah but um, he's
0: Don Jr.'s best friend, apparently.
1: Yeah. Well, and then I keep thinking it's funny. So I send them to the group chat, and then the algorithm goes, Oh, he's sharing these videos. Show him more of these videos. And now I can't get out of the fucking Andrew group. Yeah. Tate and now we're more. all, and <laughs> now we are all going to see them because yeah. uh, we're in that group. So chat. that's why I made the joke. I'm not actually an Andrew Tate Stan, um, but I kind of am, though. I've kind of been Red Pill.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck that.
1: Uh, what were we talking about? Um, we we were talking about the next segment, which is called Shot Caller, the part no, of the show where you, the audience, not what can I was pick the well. It's about. time for it anyway, so the, the you, the audience, can pick the shot that we take. Uh, today's um, uh, shot was sent in by someone named uh, Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna uh, go Polish. Thanks, uh, Andrew, for uh, sponsoring this episode, tate Tateski.
0: gets worse every week.
1: I just don't know why being misogynistic is that bad. Anyway, and we're back. So,
0: uh, so <laughs> I remember what I was talking about. Uh, Jocko podcast. Right, right. <laughs> so I like you got to listen to one of these up. Ep- like some of them are pretty long, um, but he has a guest on the pod a lot of the time. And it's like, it, it'll be like another Navy SEAL or a soldier or whatever. And they talk about, like, his book is called... I believe it's called Extreme Leadership, where he talks about, like, leadership from the perspective of, like, a SEAL team leader and just taking... Uh, uh, taking responsibility for everything, whether or not it's in your control. And it's, like, it's pretty good, like, leadership principles, obviously, because it's the fucking military. That, I think nobody... thought about this Nobody
1: stuff. can deny the Navy SEALs are... Good like, shit. Good, like, Hot the shit. most disciplined... They're the group. best at what they do. Yeah. Like, There's nothing
0: objectively wrong with the Navy SEALs. It's the politics well, that make them problematic. <laughs> it's that they right?
1: use them to go destabilize leftist countries right. and, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's that aside, that's the only issue. But he talks about it from the perspective of the soldier, and it's a lot of kind of like this self-aggrandizing... About war, because they talk a lot about like Vietnam, Desert Storm, shit like that. And some of the podcast or some of the episodes I've listened to, where he he'll, he'll be like reading from like action after action reports, uh, you know, like minute by minute of like stuff that this like you know fire team was doing, and it's almost like masturbatory. Like that's like the only way. It's like yeah. he's got like this super deep masculine voice, and he's like, and it's six oh five they debark from the helicopter. And it's like, I just, I always visualize he's just like sitting behind the mic, just like slow jerking off while he's like talking about this.
1: I guess it's like, glo- yeah, it's like glorifying. It's like,
0: and they're talking about like, but from his angle, he's like, oh, well, this is what you do in this situation. And this displays like good leadership tactics and whatever. It's like, this is you're just glorifying war crimes. Like there was nothing about Vietnam that was okay. No. And you're just like, here's what we can learn from it. It's like, how about we just don't? Let's forget about it. Speaking of, pop- I don't know. I'm not a soldier, but that just that shit bothers me.
1: Yeah, I guess like I'm 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 just a pacifist. I think I like
0: the soldier. That's like I don't want to talk about it <laughs> because yeah, that's yeah. probably the right thing to say.
1: Well, like most soldiers, it's like disproportionate. So fucking soldiers blow their heads off because they're oh, yeah. like they've they can't come to terms with what they had to. They're like they come to the realization of like, oh, I was the baddie that's yeah and then they can't live with it that's right? what the
0: show terminalist is all about they're okay. trying to like fix ptsd mm-hmm. and they do some fucked up stuff long story short but the idea was like there's so many people dying on a daily basis from suicide from the military they're like our next um our next thing to conquer is ptsd so they're like kind of come up trying to come up with a drug that would basically fix it's called
1: that. mushrooms <laughs>
0: yeah that's the irony
1: um yeah i i just just
0: don't fucking send them
1: yeah i i i think i'm i'm just like i always get people that are like how dare you yeah like I, i said earlier if a soldier dies i'm not gonna lose any sleep i've said that to people that like aren't you know, or like acquaintances that are like literally, how dare you? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to let this go. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And I'll be like, dude, I'd like, there's this, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to argue with you. Like I, I just think violence is bad. Yeah. You right? signed
0: up, you literally signed up for that shit.
1: Like I'm a pacifist. I think like I'm kind of coming to that conclusion you... where like, I guess. And then, and then like pe- people always bring up in a debate, like, okay, you're just going to let Hitler do his thing. Then can't go stop him.
0: Yeah, it's it's the what Yeah, because Hitler yeah. existed, that means that we can be imperialists for the next <laughs> seven decades. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's like I guess like okay, I I, I tell this story every so often. I, I'm it's like you're the new Hitler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, liter- yeah, that's the thing is that we're the fascists, right? Um, I tell this story it's occasionally. A, it's,
0: it's the Fourth Reich, like the yeah, the U.S. military and intelligence apparatus and. Like advisory councils and all of that shit was all fully infiltrated willingly with the consent of the American people by Nazi like high command running all those positions like they're running fucking NASA they're running all these positions because they're geniuses right they brought in all these Nazi high command people and they're like okay well let's make policy and there's like conspiracy theories on like the idea that US is just
1: it just survived
0: United States of America is the fourth Reich. Yeah. Like that is it. Like that is the reincarnation of the Nazi state of Germany. It's just it just got reborn in America.
1: I guess like I in just, a better
0: smarter way, which totally tracks.
1: The same reason I'm like against taxes is that I'm against war. It's because you're using force to get an outcome that you want that they don't want, that the individual doesn't want, yeah. right? It's like, under threat of death, I have to pay my taxes. Yeah. Right? And it's just like, I don't want anyone to use violence against anyone. Yeah. But then I guess it's like non-aggression principle. Like, Hitler uses violence against Jewish people. You got to go defend them, right? That's moral thing to do. Like, I think we can probably agree the world wars were pretty, we were justified there. Yeah, I like mean, we should have gotten involved. That's like. not
0: to say there's never been a just war, right? Like the war is, war is just like a state of.
1: I don't think a single one since World War II though has been yeah. just justified. Like every single war, there's
0: small conflicts for sure.
1: I don't know, but like, but then like, think about like, um, uh, Romeo Dallaire, right? Hmm? Okay, Romeo I, Dallaire. He was, know, a, Romeo. he was a he was a Canadian general, okay, or whatever. He was a Canadian high ranking military guy. And he was uh, working for the United Nations uh, Blue Helmet guys, whatever those fucking people are. MPs? Yeah, or whatever. Like so they send them into conflict areas to peacekeep. Peacekeepers, yeah. Yeah. Which and... is
0: basically just soldiers, but you can't shoot unless fired upon. Them.
1: Yeah. So I went, I watched a documentary, um, and then in a theater, and the director was there who had actually met Romeo and everything, and like, whatever. So he was this Canadian. Um, and they made a Hollywood movie called Hotel Rwanda about it. Yeah, uh, I've seen that. They, yeah, so there was, they sent him in to Rwanda because there was a genocide going on. Um, and then shit got real and our government and the United Nations just was like, eh, and just yeah. let him, let, and he survived amazingly. But they were basically like, eh, it's going to work better for us if they just kill him. Yeah. And like, we don't have to worry yeah, about it. They just it left him, yeah. They literally just left him in this hotel um yeah, it's to a, like
0: it's a crazy movie
1: it when it, it all had it's all real right so i watched a documentary about this like at a premiere here in winnipeg because we actually have a little bit of a film industry fun fact and there was A Q&A with the
0: major film
1: industry yeah, yeah. there was A Q&A with the director afterwards and uh he is like oh yeah no I, I consulted with romeo to make this and he was like asking him questions and stuff and it was just like the 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 like Every or like this was the director's interpretation, because I don't think Romeo Dallaire can ever say this publicly, really, because mm-hmm. he'll get fucking suicided. But it was like the just the faith that he used to have in the system was just gone. Yeah. Like it was just like, oh, this system doesn't work. What it, are we It doing? doesn't do what it says it does. You know, exactly. And it was like, what? no, because apparently like fucking in a bunch of conflict areas, um, both sides will take pot shots at UN as soon as they see that blue helmet. Mm -hmm. because they're like they're coming here to do more harm than the conflict so like both sides i know that was happening in syria they had to pull out Mm -hmm. because both sides agreed that like oh those guys those are worse like we have our differences but fuck those guys like because there's always you know it's like they're committing war crimes as well right and it's just like i don't know man i i there's i say the same thing about cops where it's like there's two... The the whole, like, oh, it's just one rotten apple, right? But it's, like, the fact that the system allows that apple to exist... And the fact that other people don't stop that apple... You always hear about cops where, like, a corruption scandal comes out... Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, everyone was on the take. Like, that's how it works. Yeah. Like, you, no,
0: it's just that guy.
1: You know, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about then, right? Like You're it's buying the like,
0: narrative if you think it's a bad apple. Like, in reality, the bad apple the bad apple is the training the culture yeah and the fucking like uh the overall mindset that is like pushed from the top down of like this is how you think about uh this is how you think about the people like you're at war every day you're a soldier in the fight against crime you're you're a soldier of this you gotta fight this and it's it's all like in these militaristic contexts and they arm them like soldiers treat them like soldiers, talk to them like soldiers and send, send them out on the streets. And then a nonviolent incident happens. They have a violent response to it. They're like, Oh, that's just so shocking. Yeah. It's like the bad apple is the entire system. And you don't know even saw what that... do you, what happens when you feed a bunch of like well-meaning people into a rotten fucking system?
1: You know what I even saw recently that I was like, Oh, it was the, the, um, suit and tie, which has been the man's uniform for, you know, however long since, 200 years basically since, since
0: the white people chose it
1: maybe longer uh was just military regalia without without the shoulders without and, the pins, the, yeah. and the pins and shit yeah and I, I i just i never thought about it like that and i thought and i'm like oh jesus like, <laughs> this whole
0: that's been like your personal identity for how many yeah how many years of your life is i like just wearing like, it i like wearing it you've just I, been cosplaying military yeah, people i get
1: a lot of um self-confidence from wearing a nice suit and like even when i was a kid like i used to wear a a suit we we started suit wednesdays in high school and if you wore a suit on wednesday you got free toast and zach would bring a toaster to class and plug it in yeah and then make toast and then if you got if you wore if we saw you even if we didn't know you if you saw you wearing a suit we whipped toast to you in the hallway uh was it buttered no, no you had to pay for the butter Anyway, uh, I, I,
0: I'm viewing this entire thing differently now. Suit Wednesday, it was a real thing. Um, no, the, the the butter thing has me has me really hung up.
1: Oh man, And I look at those suits I used to wear back then. Bad, so bad, because I was thrifting them.
0: Yeah, I looked. at my, <laughs> I, I remember my fucking graduation suit. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. I put on 20 pounds and it still fits. <laughs> yeah, not good. No, and those so, all. All the 20 pounds I put up put on was, like, in the shoulders. Yeah. So, it was, like, it was a fucking crate on my shoulders.
1: Yeah. have a bad. I have a bunch... There's a bunch of pictures of me where I have this... I have these suits that are, like... Yeah, you can barely see my... They're, like, halfway through my hands. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're, like, like... You look
0: like a kid wearing yeah, your well, dad's suit. Which is, like, yeah. pretty much exactly what yeah, I was, that's pretty right? much exactly what was happening.
1: And, uh so I always got a lot of like self-satisfaction with wearing a suit because like when I was, I started a business when I was 18 and it was a business, like I'm in the liquor industry, which is super highly regulated in, um, in the place I live. So I, I have like still like half my job is fucking dealing with the government and just dealing with their bullshit and going through their hoops. And uh, so I started wearing like when I was 18, 19, I'm like, okay, let's go spend the money, you know, Buy off the rack, but then do like a tailor adjustment. You know, there there's ways to get like nice fitting clothes and suits for you know a few hundred bucks. Like you know, obviously if you if you want to get a full like made bespoke tailored suit, it's gonna cost you probably six six hundred plus, maybe a thousand for a pretty, pretty decent one that you'll wear for years. But uh, you can you can get a good like I, I learned this because I was also poor, but I wanted to wear suits. So it's like you can get a good. Fitted suit f- Fitted in quotations For like 200, 300 bucks You can go to go to a suit Like a middle range suit place Buy something off the rack And then get them to adjust it Or do the some internet t-tetering. Or the internet now But like that, I was talking about Like when I was 18 Oh yeah And uh, you know because I wanted government people to take me seriously. So I'm like, I got to fucking have a nice fitted suit and wear a tie and, you know, do it proper. So I still like wearing stuff like that. But then now it's like, oh, am I just pretending to be a military officer? Yeah, I was going to say like... Now it's pissing me off Like since I learned Yeah, it. like it, it's,
0: it makes you feel a little bit different. And you're like, oh, this is just like the uniform of the capitalists and the capitalist uniform is the uniform of the soldier because Because, capitalism doesn't exist without without the military without without a monopoly on force so it's like you "Hmm." know how i
1: I started wearing a lot of three-piece suits pretty recent last few years like last like four years
0: because you want to be a peaky blinder just like instead of having a military shill for you you just directly do violence
1: yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Is that like... Get your own hands bloody. I'm kind of... I I remember when I bought my first three-piece suit, I was like, if I'm going to be a bootlegger, I may as well dress like one. <laughs> Some kind of... Thing. Yeah, you always... Fucking Al Capone and shit. they I always in three-piece suits. Shout right? out
0: to our uh, provincial liquor inspectors. We <laughs> sell liquor legally in the proper packaging and quantities. Everything
1: I do is legal. True. I've never been convicted of a crime. <laughs>
0: I've never been investigated successfully.
1: So anyway, we'll probably transfer here to the last part of the show that we call Tip of the Morning, where... Tip of the Week? Tyler gives you a semi-useful tip uh, in life or business that he is currently going through, and I give you a pretty useful tip. <laughs>
0: um, Yeah, I, I actually have a fairly useful one. All right, I'll take so it. So I've gone through uh, some pretty... Uh, so, so how do I say it? I've gone back and forth quite dramatically on this stance. Where I grew up in a in a home where you were kind of like, don't make trouble, don't be, uh, don't upset people, just kind of like go along to get along, and just not very assertive, sort of attitudes.
1: That's why you're a bottom. And <laughs> he's not going to address that with a dignify
0: no. that with a response. <laughs> I'm not going to dignify that response. Uh, and then I, I kind of went the opposite way in, you know, because that's what people do when they grow up, right? They go the opposite way they were taught. Fuck you, mom and dad. Yeah, fuck you, mom and dad, and also fuck you, everybody. And like, just the ability, the empowerment of like, anger and like, what anger can get you in society and just thinking like, oh, maybe this is the way things should be done and just be like, oh, if I get really pissed at this customer service person, like, I'll get something out of it. Um, or i'll get more out of this transaction whatever and it's like yeah it, it actually works pretty well <laughs> because you know what people don't respond typically well to anger and you tend to get what you want especially if you can really stick to your guns right so i kind of went in that direction a little bit i'm like oh well here's how you weaponize anger and now like working in the service industry um i'm not like in not as bad as customer service like i don't have to it's not as bad as retail or customer service like by any stretch if you're in that in if you do that for work like fucking props to you i have the power to say fuck you and walk away from a conversation and i i do it every chance i get but dealing with a client right now who's like just seems to be disrespectful rude mean and angry for like the sport of it is like fuck you rich he's an andrew Tate. Subscriber. Yeah, yeah. It's like fuck you, rich, and like was unnecessarily insulting one of their uh, one of their installers who was like really good at what he does, but it was like it was like the fault of the material.
1: But he was a minority, so he had to.
0: No, he wasn't. Oh no, wow, he's, he's
1: an old white guy. Wow. So this wow. is like this is serious. This is really problematic. This is serious. No,
0: <laughs> ironically enough, the angry a uh, really nasty person was a minority.
1: Oh no. to the white guy. Now uh, I'm going Not that I'm endorsing wa- racism. So I want you to tell me but. which minority after the <laughs> after we stop recording. I, I honestly wanna, don't I even wanna, I don't I wanna, even know. He was just just like we were playing GeoGuessr yesterday yeah. and you saw this person that was definitely Inuit and you were like this Asian guy and I'm like that is a native man if I've ever seen one in my life. Well, we uh, were also in a boat in the Arctic for some reason. That's fine,
0: uh, but anyways, so they were just they, they were being incredibly rude and just making uh, like just hurling insults.
1: So sorry, what was the relationship Personal. between these two people?
0: Like the, the the installers, like whatever, doing their hardwood floors.
1: Okay, so the so person the homeowner being a dick is it the homeowner the house? Or homeowner's is it the homeowner's being a prick. Okay, so. Uh... It's not the boss of the guy. No. Okay.
0: The the homeowner is being a prick to the worker. So he's
1: the customer. Yeah. Essentially. Like, he's buying something for his house. Yeah. This guy's putting it in.
0: And every single tradesperson working on this house fucking hates these people. The homeowners. Yeah. Because, like, literally, for the pot lights in the kitchen, they move them seven times. Like, inches. They move them seven times. The fucking lights... Which means every single time they do it, they cut open the drywall, they remount them, they move the wires, they patch the drywall, mutters, tapers come in, finish it off, make it look nice, like, no, never mind, we don't like it. Cut more holes in the drywall, move it back the other way, patch it up again, seven times over like that. See, the
1: metaverse will help this because you can just VR see what it will look like
0: but it was like they were they're like okay with it
1: and then something else would get installed yeah. and then they didn't like the way the room was balanced the like feng shui's off tyler Come literally, on. literally honestly i'm, I'm kind of with these guys i don't i don't know what this story is but i'm kind of like siding with these we should fire this contractor. so
0: this what this owner said like so this hardwood guy inst- does he's doing the stairs and he does these stairs like perfectly well like everything's cut per- like as far as an installer goes he did everything right nothing was wrong and the only issue was the material that he had wasn't in like the colors weren't as consistent as the homeowners wanted but the homeowners picked Yeah, a I was going to say don't they pick what gets installed? <laughs> yeah, they picked a product that was fairly inconsistent had a ton of color variation. The installer has no control over that. He just cuts the fucking wood. And they didn't like the wood. They didn't they didn't have an issue with the way that it was installed. They just had an issue with the wood. And they're like this his exact words this looks like a fucking dog vomited on my stairs. What the fuck? And it's like, this guy didn't do anything wrong.
1: And are you right there? Yeah. Okay.
0: And then I approached it. I walked up and I'm like, I can't not be in this conversation. Cause I'll just <laughs> like, I'll insert myself into conversations all the time that don't relate to me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, what's like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, what was your expectation? He's like, I don't I'm like, w- like, what did you want it to look like? He's like, honestly, I don't even know, but I just, I just don't like the way that this is, and it's like that was just like the in- that summed up this entire project. They're like, I don't know what I want, but I know that I don't like it.
1: Well, then pick a like, yeah, fuck off.
0: <laughs> like they can't even say what's wrong with it. Yeah. They just it, they just express displeasure and they're like, try again and please me. Yeah. And it's just like,
1: like oh, you're a fucking jester.
0: Yeah, like this fucking attitude. Like they're getting a really nice house. Like really, really nice house. And they're young. They're like early thirties. This is a seven figure plus. What do they home. do for a living? I one's a real estate developer okay. and the other one I I think she works in like some
1: doctor's office. If I ever see people like, like at a gas station in, like a supercar. Yeah. I always like if I c if I can do it without pissing them, like bugging them. Yeah. I always just be like, Can you what do you do for a living? <laughs> like, yeah. Why do you drive this like that, in this city? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. The, it, I, yeah, it doesn't make sense. So I always find it interesting when you're like, they're building a seven figure house. I'm like, what does this guy do? <laughs> or like when uh, yeah, they're young, Their kids. Or are... Margaret was uh, house sitting for somebody, and it was a fucking mansion and tuxedo, and I'm mm-hmm. like, what do these people do? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, is that... people always
0: want to know, but it's like, in this is what I'm like. I'm getting more and more radicalized the more I work with rich people,
1: <laughs>
0: because it's like, it doesn't matter what these people do for a living; it's how they do what they do for a living. And the how is usually be a big motherfucking prick, screw over everybody that you can, be really rude, be really mean, and take what you can. And and give nothing back. And give nothing back, and then you'll be successful. It's like everyone fucking hates you and your house. Congratulations.
1: And I'll say the inverse of that. um, Two of our friends uh, worked at a uh, lodge, up north yeah. where you can go and uh, rent out the lodge and you know and fish and 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 hunt and and you know whatever and uh, the richest man in canada by and at this point he was the richest like he he was worth 35 billion and the next person was worth like 10 yeah like he was like the richest by now
0: he's like 6th
1: yeah, uh, tech companies, man. <laughs> like, yeah, really. Um, tech yeah. and Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, crypto's fucking down, and so is tech, actually. Meta's down 75%, fucking it's Google's fine. down 60 Anyway, but whatever. But uh, David Thompson, the third baron of fleet, um, shout out. I'll, I'll say his name because this is a complimentary story. He rented out the entire island because he's a fucking billionaire. And uh, the two, my our two friends that worked there guided for him and spent like you know three weeks with him and said he was the most humble nicest guy like you wouldn't even know and the story that sophie tells me that i always remember is that he had they were making breakfast in the mess hall or whatever and he comes up and he like he's like can you just like wrap this up for me the the food and they're like oh is this like not good like we can make you he's like no no no, i just i have medication i need to take uh, and I I I, I don't I can't take it till like 9am so I, I need to take it with food mm-hmm. so can you just like that's half an hour can you just wrap it up I'll eat it in half an hour and she was like about to throw it out she's like no, no no I'll just make you another one and he was like stop no I'm not gonna waste your food yeah like I like I'll eat the cold food he's like dude I don't care like I just like where's so, like you could see somebody else being like you serve me my food half an hour early fuck you and throwing it on the floor like yeah you know you could see someone being like that and then he I remember the other story they were saying was uh, He had all the Well he rented out the whole island so he had all these all these rich people Yeah he had All his rich friends right And people were giving him birth because it was his birthday So people were giving him birthday gifts And they were like oh I got this rare You know fucking thing that's like You know $20,000 And they were just like whatever And he was just like straight faced the entire time And then this one guy got him some like Gag gift from a thrift store, but he's like, Remember, you told me that story about like your dad, and he's like, Yeah, so I thought like you'd like this, and he like loved it, yeah. And that, and so I, was, I just thought that was like it was an interesting perspective into like the mind of someone who's insanely wealthy, but like you wouldn't even know if you didn't.
0: That, I think there's exceptions to the rule, but also you're like, you're hearing it from the perspective of people that this person is being nice around, you got to remember that they're not nice around everybody. So I actually have a very direct um, story of that because like, I think of last episode, I was kind of ranting about this same sort of idea.
1: Yeah. You're a communist now. No, it's just, I just don't like assholes. And, and and it's somehow happens that all the assholes are capitalists, the The majority
0: (laughs) or conservatives, but (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Um, no, yeah. th- this there. there's another really rich guy uh in our hometown here he's in commodities that's all i'll say <laughs> you'll know yeah he's in commodities and you'll know that says enough about how rich this guy is <laughs> but i had one uh client that's like you know what this guy's like he was he's so nice because i shared this opinion i'm like rich like super rich people are super assholes and she's like absolutely not like i know these you know this family and they're super rich and they're super nice like they're always great like they're they're always amazing to be around like they're always so polite and whatever oh yeah, you told the story last episode. yeah like so, they're nice to you yeah so then the follow-up to that was i heard from someone that was again in a position below them and where they had a lot of power over this person power bottom so <laughs> they they bought this piece of furniture it was a it was a really gorgeous table. And they bought this thing. It was
1: $15,000. And
0: it had a small flaw in it. Like something that 99% of people would just let go. Had a small flaw. And they, just, they demanded a refund of the full $15,000. But they wanted to keep the table.
1: <laughs> nice. I love it.
0: So the retailer's like...
1: That's like eating 75% of a steak dinner and then being like, oh yeah, it wasn't cooked good enough. I need another one. <laughs>
0: yeah. So here's the kicker. Kept the ta- kept, kept the $15,000 table. Got the money back because the retailer's like, you know what? These, this guy buys a lot of shit from us. We'll just let it go. Like, this is stupid, but we'll let it go. They let it go. They refund him the money. He turns around and sells the table <laughs> for more than $15,000. What a
1: fucking hustler. Let's get this guy on the yeah, podcast. <laughs> hustler is just a
0: colloquialism for a piece of fucking shit. No. He turned around and sold it for more than fifteen grand, And then, like, continues to purchase from them whatever, like, nothing Do you think ever we could happened. do
1: this as a business?
0: Probably. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. And... In addition to that, like people that have been what are working in his house and what are around them all the time. Like when you're when you're in the service industry, you're just around people, you see their you see their personal lives and the shit that they don't let other people see. You're in their house. You're in their personal space. And this guy's like he's fucking disrespectful to his wife. He's cussing her out. He's screaming at his like his maid for like leaving dust on a shelf. And he's just a monster. He's just everything you think of as a shitty person. And this is the same person that I was talking about in the last week's episode of like, oh, no, no, they're great. They're nice. They're fine. Whatever. It's because you're not. It's the same guy. You're not a brokey. You're not the fucking auditor of his books. Yeah. You're his mate. Like the way yeah. that you treat your maid and your janitor <laughs> or, you know, in that example of like uh, David Thompson of like the way that you treat the lodge worker in the middle of fucking nowhere is probably how you treat everyone. So David Thompson might be one of the good ones.
1: And I mean, his, his is generational wealth, obviously, right? Yeah. He's a baron, like, you know, it's... Yeah, but he, that he,
0: doesn't he, mean you have to be... Like,
1: sometimes that makes you a no, piece of I, shit, but I, sometimes it doesn't. I, a, I was, was going to say the opposite. I was going to say that I think people like that are more inclined to be nice, because yeah. I feel like... And, the, and I'm saying this as a capitalist. I feel like a lot of people that make their money feel like to get to make all their riches you have to get in that mindset of like i need to crush the competition which i know you know jail would say that's not a good thing i'm kind of like eh, if you want to participate in the in the market of business it's just business right like i i'm kind of under that perspective but that sometimes if you let that consume you it's hard to get rid of yeah right but i i guess like i could see definitely if you're born into ninth generation wealth and your father's like, yeah, just treat everyone good, because like it's not like they're gonna run out of money, right?
0: Yeah, well, that's gonna come down to who your dad is and what the fuck he's teaching you.
1: Which I guess is the same for anyone, right? Yeah, like but it's just it's just I, it just I, am, don't, it I just don't,
0: amplified when you have money. Like be, I know poor being people rude are pieces of shit, right? Being rude to the lady at Walmart is now you're ripping someone off for five figures of money.
1: Well, not well, I guess being rude to the lady at Walmart is different, but now if you're rich, it's like you employ people that are in your house that have to be, you can, you can have them there 24 hours a day if you want, because you can afford it Yeah. and you can be dick to them and the you entire can time. It. Right?
0: Yeah. You can abuse anyone that you want because they, you, and you, you can, have all the power
1: and you can keep getting more people. Yeah. Cause you can fire them and fucking get another
0: person. Because right? all the power in our society is money. Um, you can probably what... kill that person and get away with it.
1: <laughs> One other thing I was going to say quick, when you said you're inside their house, you see all their, uh, um, Dirty laundry Whatever stuff like that I don't know if this is like This is probably fine to say It's been a while My I had a roommate Years ago Who was a mover Or no His uncle Owned a moving company Yeah And they specialized in Rich people houses Yeah Because I guess like It's really hard to get insured For that much Mm. Um. I didn't know this was an issue But apparently it is That like I guess A lot of third party movers Are only insured for like $500,000 $500,000 or something. Yeah. So if you're moving like millions of dollars of shit, um, it's like hard to find a bonded person that's like qualified. Yeah. So his, the, my roommate's uncle was, was qualified. So he always got calls, uh, referrals. Yeah. From companies like we can't do it, but we know a guy. So he always got referrals for celebrities hmm. because I guess whatever. So my, and then my, this guy's uncle, whenever he needed more hands, he'd be like, do you want to work a cash on the weekends? Yeah, You know, he's, he's, you know, it's like, it was just for how, you know, you're 18. I'll pay you fucking 20 bucks an hour to help move shit on the weekends. Right. And he said they moved Chad Kroger's shit of Nickelback fame. Yeah. And he had a, uh, a throne that was like the size of a room. Like it was a chair <laughs> that was like 16 feet tall <laughs> for like no reason. Incredible And it was just like He's like That was the only It's like I don't even remember Anything else But I just remember This fucking chair That was the They had to move it In one five ton One load Nothing else could fend (laughs) And like He just has this chair That's like This throne With like diamonds And shit But it's like 16 feet tall And like you know, like seven feet wide, and it's just this throne. What do you use that for? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It's like why, but it's like, yeah, that's what I would do. I'd take my
0: business meetings on that. In thing. that, right,
1: dude? I want a throne room. What just, happened to and just all the
0: people that are like attending the meeting sit in plastic chairs. What happened
1: to throne rooms? Come on, that was a good. I want to do that again.
0: I mean, if there was a throne room, you'd be the jester.
1: Probably. Uh, hmm. No. Um, well, I'm definitely getting getting you to make my office look like exact replica of Tony Montana's office.
0: No, no, Jester is not like... Can I wear the hat? A Jester is one of the most powerful people in the kingdom because they're the only person that can mock the king. You can
1: mock the king without getting killed. But yeah. then if you don't make him laugh, then you get killed anyway.
0: True. But the Jester is the only person that can mock the king.
1: What was your tip of the week? You got sidetracked because of me, to be fair.
0: no, 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 the only tip is like... Don't be a fucking asshole because even though you may think that you're <laughs> that's winning. That's a good tip, honestly. <laughs> you, you may think that you're winning, you may think you're getting a deal. It's just you're going to alienate everyone around you and like levels down. You're just going to make people's life suck. And until you like until you run into like a motherfucker like me that's just going to hang up on you and make you eat your own shit. Like you're you're just never you're just going to think that you're winning all the time. Yeah. And if that's your style of winning, just fucking check yourself because like just doing damage to people is, is no, is no kind of victory.
1: I have a bad habit. And you can
0: get, you can get a, I guarantee you from, this is the final part as a service worker, I guarantee you, you can get a better result by being a good person. Honey and
1: vinegar, right? Yeah. Um, I have a bad habit and I'm working through it in therapy, but I have a bad habit, especially when I'm drunk of being a dick to people because I'm insecure about myself. So I feel like I need to be superior because if I'm not superior to people, then I feel like I haven't accomplished anything. And like my life is meaningless. Right. That's I'm oversimplifying it obviously, but like that's kind of like, I just remember when we were in Mexico and I was being a dick to those random people at the bar for no reason. Oh, yeah. When I was, yeah. like, blackout drunk. Yeah, yeah. And I, I literally look back at that now and cringe. Yeah. And I'm like, why was I so angry? Yeah. Like, but I just, I I remember I, we were talking, we were at the, we met these Canadians at the bar in Mexico. And I, I basically said to the guy, like, we were talking about my winery, my business and everything. And then I basically said to him, like, what have you accomplished in your life? Like being a dick about it. And I like, now I look, I'm like, why did I even say that? Like, because I don't, I'm not usually, especially with strangers. I'm not fucking aggressive like that. I think it was just like, my brother had just died like, you know, months before that. And I was just not in a good mood, but there's been a couple, there's a couple situations like that when I'm, especially when I'm drunk, where I'm just like, I look at it later and I'm like, okay, why, did why, like, because I, it, like, it's like rational what? me doesn't need to feel like yeah. that to people. But I guess it's just like, I'm insecure about it. Right. Like where yeah. I'm like, I feel like, even though I get people that are like, oh, like, look, look how much you've accomplished. I have this like, um, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I have, what, what is it called? Not delusions granted is the opposite thing. Like the, where I have this, um, imposter syndrome Yeah, where I feel like I don't deserve, where I'm at or what it was like, I'm yeah, I don't know. I, I just I have uh, some mental illness. I think my brain's a little bit. <laughs> Who sp- doesn't <laughs> my, my brain's a little bit spicy and I'm working through it in therapy just to let you know. But uh, that's something I don't like about myself is that I take that aggressive defensive stance with yeah. people. And I, I think also like I don't because I, I was blackout drunk. So I don't remember. But I, I, I bet he said something that set me off that like he didn't even know he said. Yeah. No, there was,
0: I, I remember the conversation, like there was something that was, uh, that was inciting, but it wasn't, it was inciting from your perspective from yeah. theirs. It was nothing.
1: Yeah. I, I will. Yeah. No, I shouldn't. Yeah. I, I wish I could apologize. I, I went overboard. I shouldn't have done that. But like, I, um, just interesting to see myself. Cause I don't get like when I'm drunk, I don't get violent ever yeah. Like I would never hit somebody. I would like, cause I know people that fucking get, well, that's the biggest thing, right? you get drunk mm-hmm. and fucking slap your wife around. Right. I never get, that
0: is the biggest thing is you should try it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I never get violent like that. Like no I would just never, but that side of me, I don't like. Yeah. And I'm trying to fix it. And I, I didn't, and then I, I guess it just stems from like, I'm, I don't think I'm adequate. Yeah. So I need to like aggressively either prove to, and then when I, feel like i can't prove to someone that i'm adequate then i need to belittle them yeah i guess like i'm, I'm trying to rationalize that i don't I...
0: And yeah that's what really pisses me off about people that are just like overtly assholes because i remember going through a phase of that in my life yeah but it was like i went through a phase when i was like 22 and i got over it in nine months i think
1: i go through waves with my mental health where it gets bad and then good and then bad
0: yeah but like just that that particular attitude and way of handling people that I had like it was pretty short-lived
1: you know what's funny is uh and it's just
0: like when I see someone who's like a grown-ass person running a successful business I'm like oh you're still stuck in this fucking mindset and that just so much more infuriating to me when I'm like I can see where they're coming from and I can kind of empathize what's going through their head and it just makes me dislike them more
1: I don't know if he ever has said this to you but JL didn't like you when he met you for like
0: months I don't think we've talked about it But that doesn't
1: Yeah Surprise me He always tells the story Where where we had that first Backyard party Where you two met And you were He he said you were just being Full of yourself And being a dick And I'm like I get Net tracks I get where you're caught Like I get Tyler's sense of humor Yeah That I get like it wouldn't You wouldn't have had it come across to you. I could see him. Um, yeah. Like we definitely but, have
0: uh, personalities that would clash if we didn't know each other. Yeah. More.
1: Cause he said you were being condescending to him. Yeah. And apparently he did not like you for like months. Yeah. <laughs> like, which yeah, which is interesting. But, um, my tip of the week, we got really sidetracked there, but, uh, you know how I was like, I like, I, I'm a bootlegger. I'm going to dress like a bootlegger. Mm-hmm. When I was doing, Suit Wednesday, there were people because I was friends with everyone in high school, all the different groups of people. Because I would just make friends with them. like everyone. Well, okay, no, I was gonna say everyone liked me. No, a lot of people hated me, but I had friends in every group in the school. And I had friends or whatever, acquaintances, friends for the purposes of high school. Haven't talked to them since, but you know, we were friends in high school. That were like, that would have participated in suit Wednesday, but they're like, I can't come to school in a suit. I'll get fucking made fun of. Mm-hmm. And like my group of friends that I hung out with every day, we didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like we we were not like, I wasn't even thinking of like, now I'm looking back. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't give a fuck about like what other people thought. But like back then, I don't think we even recognized that people had thoughts about us. Yeah. I was like, I don't, this is like, I just did what I wanted. It's just a thing we do. Yeah. I didn't think about it, but I literally, I remember having people that were like, well, I would, but like, if I don't wear my skinny jeans and my fucking hoodie to school, then like girls aren't going to talk to me, like wearing a suit's gay. So I don't want to fuck it. You know, it's like whatever. And I, I remember like before COVID, so it was a few years ago, but I was at a club um, which I don't often go to, but it was for a concert. So, but I was at a, at a club. I got hot. It went out on the smokers uh, patio. And uh, I met somebody who I was just like, I was talking to a couple like random people. I, was, I think I was on drugs. I was talking to random people and uh, someone was like, Hey, did you go to miles Mack?" I'm like, yeah. She's like Willows, right? I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, I remember you because of the barbecue you had across from the other barbecue which was my claim to fame in high school. Yeah. And uh, and then the Suit Wednesdays. And this was like four years out of high school. But she's like, oh, I remember you because of the Suit Wednesday. That was awesome kind of thing. Yeah. Where, but it was like this was a kind of like popular girl because now she's clubbing. But it was like this was one of the popular girls that probably would have made fun of... My other friends for yeah. not wearing a suit, but then years later was like, Oh, I remember that, right? They don't remember your fucking skinny jean, fucking famous hoodie. So, my tip of the week is, um, fuck it, <laughs> just do it. Like, if you if like the, 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 if you want to be like somebody, like I'm like, I want to be like a bootlegger, just do it, right? And people are, people are going to make fun of me for dressing like that. No one gives a shit. I, there's a quote. I don't know who it's from, but it was like, you'll stop. You'll stop thinking about or you'll stop caring about what people think about you when you realize how seldom they do think about you. Yeah. No one fucking thinks about what you're doing. Yeah. And if they do, it's fleeting. But people don't remember, oh, this guy was so hot because he wore skinny jeans in high school. What they remember is Willow's had suit Wednesday. And I think that's like, honestly, like... The area where I grew up in Winnipeg, like that northeast kind of area, those liquor stores sell a disproportionate amount of my wine. Like more like more than their, like if they're ranked 10, I'm thinking of the Northdale Liquor Mart. It's ranked like 10 or 15 in province-wide liquor mart sales, mm-hmm. but it's like two or three for my product specifically. Yeah. I can't help but wonder if that's a lot of people that are like, "Fucking Willows did it. He pulled it off. He fucking did this stupid fucking shrugging yeah. doctor it thing." it just
0: takes. It doesn't take that many people.
1: Yeah, I, I. So every so often I wonder. I'm like, who's buying this? Because like every so often I'll have someone on Snapchat that I knew from high school that I haven't fucking talked to since high school, send me a snap and they're drinking my bottle at a party. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thanks, bro. Like yeah, I'm all I remember.
0: Over. Yeah, I remember the first like bunch of snaps that you, we got. You got and like I we saw that where people just wrapping your products out in the wild is like this is cool like yeah. people that you don't know yeah buying your shit
1: and every so often I'll see someone that I haven't seen in years and I'm like oh yeah I drink your shit all the time yeah and it's like that's a weird especially because like high school is so clicky and like fucking people like people didn't want to associate with me even though they thought I was funny because they didn't they didn't know what the social implications of hanging out with me would be yeah now it doesn't matter now it doesn't matter yeah one of my t- former teachers in high school apparently had one of my articles framed in his in his classroom hmm. i'm like okay <laughs> like, sure you didn't help me do any of this but whatever yeah. um but yeah Fuck. i
0: did this in in spite of you
1: <laughs> literally because you didn't believe in me literally I for the spite yeah i did this um Yeah, I'm going to try and get one of my friends. I would consider him a friend still. I talk to him every so often. He's on the alumni association for my high school. Yeah. I'm going to try and get get to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Do a fucking commencement speech. That'd be. Yeah, that'd be good. And then I'll fucking go rogue. I'll go rogue right at the end and be like fucking drop out of school. It's not worth it. And dragging me off stage. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fucking go rogue, get banned from it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck the police. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck your jobs. <laughs> Fuck school. Yeah. You can get fucking drag tackled. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, anyway, m- m- this has been alcohol beyond this point. Episode 92. Um, Tyler is the name of the guy and Willows is the name of the, the man. um, <laughs> Excuse <laughs> You can uh just follow us or whatever. Uh Instagram's pretty much the only active one. But uh if you want to buy some wine, shrugdot.com, S H R U G D O C dot com. If you want to buy some wine in Canada. I'm uh, going into my slow season right now and I really need the money, so please let me pay more in buy some wine, please. I really appreciate it. Um good. Yeah, buy his buy his wine. I don't need money. Or, Thanks, Tyler. work uh, yeah, if you want to get a house built, uh, move to Winnipeg. Yeah, don't, <laughs> and then don't call me. And then call Tyler. <laughs> don't call me. Uh, yeah, bye. Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast.
0: This isn't two podcasters talking business, this is two business guys trying to podcast.